You're listening to You've Got This, episode 161. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm really excited to share with you about the coach training that I have been working on for quite some time now, probably like six months, um, maybe more. And if you have been following me in various places, you have heard me mention this because it has been a pretty big lift to try to figure it out. And so I thought I would spend today um, just talking a little bit about it because I have launched the um, part of my website that is talking about it. And anytime I launch a new thing, I like to talk about it here um, just to let you all know that it's happening. So first, let me talk a little bit about why I decided to do this. And the, the primary reason is just because it's what I would have wanted myself. And uh, that is a huge reason why I create anything that I create, whether it's a book I write or a podcast or something along those lines. It's because I wanted it and I didn't see it and I thought it could be helpful. And what I see when I look at the coach training landscape right now is nothing that is higher ed focused. There is no training that is really focused on how to work with the various stakeholder groups in higher education. Now, it's possible it's out there and I haven't found it. Um, I have found some things that are very niche about working with um, very particular student groups, for example, students who have ADHD and coaching them. Um, But I haven't found anything specifically about how to use coaching techniques to work with faculty, to work with administrators, to work with graduate students, to work with undergraduate students. And I've been asking around for the past several months of the people I know who are coaching in these spaces, whether they're coaching on behalf of an institution or they're coaching just on their own. And everyone I have talked to has said they are not aware of a training. Now, I find this to be strange. I don't really understand it. Again, maybe it exists and I just don't know. If you found one, let me know. I'd love to see what it's doing. Um, But I think it's interesting because coaching people in the higher ed space and particularly working with faculty over the many years that I've done this, it is a different kind of client. And um, I have found it's really challenging, actually, to coach people who, for most of their jobs and professions, have presented as experts. And they require different kinds of tools and techniques to help them get into a deeper reflective space because they're used to showing up as experts and people who really know what they're up to and what they're doing. And so over the past several years, um, even before I did my own coach training, I have really been working on that, trying to figure out how do you work with this particular population in a way that really helps them and in a way that really addresses the needs that they have that are particular to their industry. And just like you might go through a coach training to work with, you know, higher level executives or people who work within a particular field, um, like there's wellness coaching to help people with issues uh, around wellness and health. There's academic coaching that can help you work with uh, mostly students I found who are in K-12 or who are in high school. But I wasn't finding anything for higher ed. So that's a big part of the why. I would also say a second part of that is just that I believe in coaching. If that's not clear (laughs) from other things you've heard me say, um, I'll say it again. You know, like this is something that I have found particularly beneficial in my own life, and I have seen it work in the lives of my clients. And so if I can train people in the skills that they need to do effective coaching, I am 
there. I am totally all in and really excited to help with that. So let me tell you a little bit about what I developed with this training. I went through a bunch of iterations, um, and I landed on this one. Um, one of the things that I found challenging about my own training was the timing. It happened in basically two six-month periods of like a 1.0 and a 2.0. And I really liked the content, but I also felt really kind of overwhelmed when I would get like halfway through and realize I had so much longer to go. And it just felt like it was a slog at certain points in the training. And I decided from the beginning that I was just going to go straight through and try to get it completely done in a year. And that's what I did. But when I was designing this training, I wanted to make it as flexible as possible. And I knew that some people would not be able to make a six-month commitment of, you know, two hours a week to do these trainings. And so I decided to create my coach training like a curriculum. And I've created a series of courses that all run 11 to 15 weeks. And I'm going to run them at different times throughout the year. There's a, a training calendar that you can see on my website. And the idea would be that you can take one of these courses and then maybe you take a break and you, you know, let a couple months go by and then you decide you want to take another one of these courses and you can do that. Now, I've also created this in such a way that you can do it back to back. So if you're really invested, you want to keep going, you can absolutely do that. But I do feel like the shorter milestones are really important so that you would feel like, okay, I've accomplished something in this 11 to 15 weeks, and now I'm going to move on and I'm going to keep going in terms of the next course. The other reason that I decided to design it this way is purely for financial reasons for people who are taking the training. When I took my coach training, it was a significant financial investment up front in order to get kind of the discounted rate that I wanted. And I was in a position that I could do that and not go into debt and make that investment. But I also wanted to make sure that with my training, people would be able to take it piece by piece, that they would have both monthly um, possibilities in terms of payment structure, in addition to just paying for an entire course up front, or they could pay for a package of courses and get a discount. Now, I think that this is really important because people who are thinking about coaching, it's possible that they're doing it through their institutions. And so they might want to take it, you know, at, at certain times of the year or they might have to pay for it in different ways. But there are also people who are interested in coaching and they may not be coaching yet. They may not have a business or an alternative form of income. And I wanted to make sure that this was really manageable for anyone who wanted to take it. So the first course that you can take within this series is the least expensive. Um, it is something that is going to introduce you to coaching so that you can get a sense of if it's right for you from the very beginning. And if you feel like it's not, then you just wouldn't move forward. I've also set it up with a curriculum that has prerequisites. So in order to do some of the later courses, you really have to do the beginning courses first. And I did that because I, in the middle of my coach training, took what is called mentor coaching, which I'll also be offering. And this is a way to kind of deep dive into coaching recordings and do kind of some self-assessment of how, how you're doing within those recordings. And I learned so much through that process, and it felt like it came out of order to what I was doing in my own coach training. So I wanted to make sure that I really sequenced what I put into this coach training in a very intentional way so that it acts as building blocks. And there's never a point in the coach training where you think, oh, I wish I'd learned that in the beginning 
um, I'm, I've thought very, very carefully about how I'm kind of sequencing the information that participants will be getting. So in order to take the 200-level course, you have to take the 100-level course. In order to take the 300-level, you have to take the 1 and 200-level. Now, I've also added into the prerequisite that if you happen to have a kind of a base level certification already, you can skip those early courses. Um, But I would imagine for the most part, people coming through the training will not have any kind of certification. So I wanted to make sure that those kind of fundamentals and basics were really being covered from the beginning. So in addition to five courses that I've created for this training, I do have the group mentoring option, which is basically a way to come together in a small group and listen to recordings together and do some self-assessment. And then I'm also um, offering as kind of a a practicum for people who are interested in this at a 600 level, um, what I call slow hustle. And this is something that I'm going to probably be talking about on a different episode, Um, but it's a kind of secret project that I've been running for the last year, and that is basically a business building mastermind for people. And if you're interested in slow hustle, it is on my website right now. I haven't been... um, pushing it in terms of marketing very much. I will be talking about it more toward the end of the year. Um, And I'll be talking about it more on season six of Make Your Way, which is going to be releasing soon. Um, But I've included that because I've had several people reach out and say, I want to do the coaching, but I don't know how to market myself. And so I wanted to build in a process for teaching people about the business side of coaching if they want that. Now, I certainly don't anticipate everyone coming through the coach training will want to build a business, and that's really not necessarily what it's about. It is for people who are currently coaching, especially at institutions, but have not received the training that they want. And coaching is happening in higher ed in a bunch of different areas. I recently blogged about this, and I came up with at least like 10 or 11 different ways that coaching is currently being used in higher ed. And again, there's no training to really help people with any of those areas. So I'm really hoping to get folks who are interested in this industry into the coach training from whatever angle they're coming from. And if it happens to be one where they want to build out their business, there's that practicum that offers that support. So again, this is all outlined on my website if you want to go take a look there. Um, You can find the training specifically at drkatielinder.com backslash training, and that's where you'll find all the details. Okay. So um, let me give kind of a a few more things that might be useful to know about this training. One is that it is completely aligned with the International Coach Federation. And um, that is the the kind of body that I am currently certified through. Um, It's called ICF. And um, they require for accreditation of their programs that they that they kind of back and say, yes, this training is accredited through ICF, that the program be running for a certain period of time, which makes so much sense. They don't want people to just randomly throw up programs and not have anything, you know, in terms of outcomes to speak about it. And so this program, to be completely clear, is not currently accredited through ICF. It cannot be because it has not run for at least six months. I'm also required to have a graduating class of a certain number of people in order to even apply for that accreditation. However, I have built the program with that in mind, and that means that all of the content is based around what ICF calls its core competencies, 
And this is a series of basically learning objectives that I've built into every single component of the training. And I absolutely have as a longer term goal of this training to have it be accredited. So I have thought about that from the very beginning. And that has meant I have absolutely been using my course design and my curriculum design superpowers to really build in this alignment across the entire curriculum and to make sure that at least 80%, and I would say it's closer to like 95% of the curriculum is tied in with these ICF core competencies. So that is a really, I think, unique element of this coach training is that it is not only focused in the higher ed industry, but it is absolutely tied in with uh, an accrediting body for coaches in case this is an area that people taking the training want to eventually become accredited in. Okay, so how am I doing this? Um, As I mentioned, this has been something I've been working on for quite some time. I built out the curriculum uh, over the last several months and had to really think very carefully, like I said, about when certain things were going to happen and the sequence in which I was going to offer different kinds of learning objectives throughout the training. I've also been creating, if you follow me on Instagram stories, you know I've been drafting a coach training guide um, over the past several months as well. This has basically been the equivalent of my book project um, that I've taken on. It is about the size of a typical book. It will probably be about 60,000 words um, when I am done with the draft. And right now, I'm about two-thirds finished with it. It includes uh, the basics of coaching in terms of like the different things you need to be considering, the different elements of coaching. But I've also drafted out complete descriptions and modifications and tools um, for coaching. There's 51 different tools. There will probably be more than that by the time I'm done with this guide. I keep adding more. And so in addition to um, kind of the the synchronous courses that people will have when they come through this coach training, they'll have a comprehensive guide, a written guide that they would receive as well. So basically how I have designed the actual training for this is that participants will receive a PDF of the guide. They will meet weekly with a cohort of other coaches. There will be demos of different coaching tools and strategies, and then they will have an opportunity to practice those tools and strategies with other coaches in the training um, through basically the breakout sessions of Zoom and using that tool um, to allow people to work one-on-one with each other. I've also built in a series of assessments that allow me to work one-on-one with the individual coaches in the training to make sure that they're hitting certain milestones in terms of their coaching and what they're working on, and to give really personalized and individualized feedback about coaching based on recordings that I would listen to of that coach with their clients. And this is a very typical part of coaching training. Uh, It's actually something that's required for some of the ICF certification levels that you would give a recording to them that they would assess as well. And so that's something that I want people to get really used to is this concept of recording yourself, listening to those recordings, and self-assessing how you think the coaching is going. This is something that I still do. I record all of my client sessions, and I give that audio to my clients so that they can revisit things. But I also use those recordings for my own professional development and to make sure that I am kind of coaching along the lines of how I want to be coaching and just doing those checks on my own. So um, there will be synchronous meetings. There will be observations of me um, with individual coaches. There will be course materials um, that will be included. 
And then the thing that I'm really excited about and working on putting together right now is I'm going to be including access to a platform where people will be able to kind of track what they're doing in the coach training. They'll be able to set goals for themselves around their coaching training. They will be able to access all of the course materials, and they will be able to log things like practice coaching hours, which is also part of the training as well. And um, this is something that I'm really excited about. You all know I love organization and structure, and so I'm, I'm starting to kind of think carefully about the user experience of this training, how to onboard people in a way that makes a lot of sense and that will help them kind of feel like they have made the right decision when they've invested in this training. Um, It is such an important thing for me to have a standard of quality that is really unparalleled. I want people to have an incredible experience when they come through this training. I want them to feel really positively about coaching. And I think that starts with the training. It it also starts with your experience if you've ever been a client. So that's a lot of information. Um, I have included a bunch of this on my website. I have included uh, breakdowns of each of the courses, the learning objectives that are tied to each one. I've also put everything into a downloadable guide. Um, I didn't want to build out an entire website. I didn't feel like I had the time, to be completely honest, to do that in the way that I wanted to. And so I've embedded this right now on my professional website, and then I basically created a downloadable guide with all the details. So all the pricing is in there, um, all the information about the curriculum, the different um, curricular elements, the foundations of the curriculum and how I built it, and a bunch of other information. So I share this with all of you with the idea that not necessarily you will want to go through this training. I completely understand that my audience is not full of potential coaches. But I do like to share when I get to a point that I'm ready to be public about big projects because it's a huge part of my life to do this kind of creative work. And I think it's always fun to kind of look behind the scenes and see how did something come into existence? What were some of the things that that person was thinking about? So I hope that it's kind of fun for you to hear about that too. And of course, if you know anyone who's kind of interested in coaching, or maybe you already know a coach that has been wanting to be trained or certified, this might be something that you would pass on to them. So I encourage you to go take a look at the website and download the guide. Let me know what you think. Nothing is behind an email list. So I'm not going to ask for your email to download anything. You can go in there and just privately explore. Um, I'm not going to know if you go to my site and download the guide. Um, And I wanted to make sure that everything was really open and accessible so that people could explore and um, feel like they weren't pressured to, to give an email or to be contacted by me. I have also included on my website an option to schedule a 30-minute Q&A session with me specifically about the coach training. So if it is something that you think you might be interested in or you know someone else who might be interested and you know they're going to want to have you know their questions answered, I am here for that. Um, I think that this is a huge decision to make. It's an investment financially, but also in terms of time and personal resources. And so I want people to feel really good about that decision before they make it. So I'm happy to jump on a call and and do a quick Q&A for people who need that. So again, you can find out all the information about this coach training at drkatielinder.com backslash training. 
and I welcome your feedback. I'd also love to hear if you're working on a massive project right now, how that's going for you and any lessons that you're learning along the way. Um, I'll definitely be updating about how this is going. It launches in late January of 2020. So as I'm recording this, that's still a few months away, but I wanted to give people plenty of time to really look at it and think about it and see if it could be a fit for them. So thank you so much for always following these projects. If you want to be in touch with me with questions or to share your own experiences, you can always tweet to me at Katie double underscore Linder. You can connect with me on Instagram at Katie underscore Linder. You can email me at hello at drkatielinder.com or you can write me a letter at P.O. Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon, 97321. Any way you contact me, I always love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.